What's up, everybody? It is Hot Take Without the Hot Take here, and we are back for episode 181 of Junior Senior Two Views. Big announcement to make on Monday, the 12th of February at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Me and Senior will be live streaming our reaction to the Super Bowl at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. The link to that stream will be in the the description of this podcast. Going if you want to watch us react to the Super Bowl, it will be there. But as I've said, this episode will be all about the Super Bowl. It's all about it. Yeah, I think it, the important thing to look at is, you know, sort of where we've come from. Uh, think about some of the past Super Bowls. I, I spent a good time looking at YouTube this week and and seeing old Super Bowls and seeing Super Bowls I wasn't even around on this planet to see. Like Super Bowl three, you know, Joe Namath guaranteeing a championship for the for the then Jets. Oh, still the Jets anyway, but they're not the same Jets that they were then. And they won, beating the Baltimore Colts sixteen to seven. He guaranteed it, and there's a lot of folklore saying he did a deal with the devil. And the Jets haven't been back ever since. But the Jets stink, and that's why they haven't been back ever since. Um, I think about the New York Giants, our team. Uh, they've been to four Super Bowls. Well, actually five. Let's forget about the forgettable blowout at the hands of the Ravens 34-7 in the 2000 uh, Super Bowl. That was bad. Uh, but they've won four Super Bowls. Didn't, uh, the, didn't the Giants have Kerry Collins under center for They that did. One? They did. And uh, Jim Fossil was a coach, the late, the late Jim Fossil. They had won uh, against the Broncos uh, in Super Bowl 22, beating the Broncos. Phil Simms was the MVP that game. Uh, the Giants thereby proceeded to win few years later in the famous battle of new york between the bills and the giants jeff hostetler of course the backup quarterback to jip phil sims who injured himself yep. but and pulled... bills fans know what happened wide right scott norwood who i don't think to this day has slept a, uh, has had a sleep a full sleepful night ever so that was wide right so the giants won their their, their second super bowl there and of course the other two were at the hands of the New England Patriots, right? Yeah. They won their third Super Bowl in 2007, beating the then undefeated New England Patriots. 18-1. and 18-1. and one. And they lost yep. to the Giants and were considered absolute underdogs because they were road warriors. They were yep. the lowest seed. I believe they were a wild card going into that whole seed series. Yep. And they pulled it out. They beat San Francisco in the championship and game they, to get there. No, that was um no that you're mixing it up. Who did they up. beat in, that they, in the championship game in 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 oh seven? Uh-huh. Uh huh. They Packers. beat the Packers. Sorry, the Packers. You're right. Favre's you're last right. Correct. Game Correct. For the Green Bay Packers. Correct. And then the soup, the, the one you were thinking of in 2011 is the the 49ers. The when, Alex Smith led 49ers. Yes, when they Correct. beat the 49ers. My Me mistake. And you, My I remember mistake. we watched that game. Yes. That was the, probably the first full Giants game I watched. Don't blame me. I was what like maybe six. At the time, if that time, yeah, six, if that. maybe, maybe, maybe seven. Yeah, but I remember that very vividly. Yes, and so they pulled that out. And let's not forget the teams that have made appearances but never won. Right, the Buffalo Bills. Good documentary to watch. The Four Falls of Buffalo. Yeah, four straight Super Bowl appearances. I believe if they won one, that would have been enough to give them a little bit of head nod. But they lost all four. The closest one was against the Giants. And the rest were complete blowouts. They lost to the then, I'll say it, 
the Washington Redskins. I'm not being coaching inappropriate because they were the Redskins then. They were, yeah. And they lost to the Dallas Cowboys not once but twice. So four straight losses. Yeah. They also um also you had the Vikings who The went, Vikings went, in the seventies, yeah. They went they were, to four yes, straight Super Bowls yes. and lost all four. Correct. Of them. They had they had Fran Tarkenton for a lot of those Super Bowls. They had Fran Tarkenton well. for a they lot of those. They also had the Purple People Leaders, uh, an insane defense as well. Yeah. So just to give you a recap, in the seventies the Vikings were pre- present, right? They lost their first one to the Kansas City Chiefs, and that was in Super Bowl four. And yep. they lost after that to the Miami Dolphins in Super Bowl eight. They lost again. Well, it wasn't four straight. It was just four Super Bowls. Right, four Bowls. Super Bowls, and they lost in Super Bowl nine the year after. In 75 to the Steelers, and they lost two years later to the Oakland Raiders and John Madden, John Madden. the great John Madden, in Super Bowl, would have been Super Bowl eleven. So the Vikings had four appearances. Yes. Right? So now we have all that. Then we have the undertone games, the ones that really meant something, because that's the part about Super Bowl that's so great, right? Yeah. You have the Gruden Bowl, where <laughs> John Gruden's old team, the then Oakland Raiders, Took on his new team, the, the Tampa Bucks. Bay Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers after years and decades of haplessness, yeah. futility, creamsicle uniforms, won their first Super Bowl with John Gruden. A proud moment for Gruden, and that's about it for his life. Yeah, that was um, that that Super Bowl wasn't even close. I no. mean, just the the Bucks defense was stacked. Right. I mean, you think about Warren Sapp on that defense as well. There was just incredible names on that defense. Absolutely, and who could who could who would have ever thought the great Dan Marino would only have one Super Bowl appearance, and that was against the 49ers in 1985 in Super Bowl 21. That was against the 49ers. Yeah, um, that I believe that. Oh, sorry, the, Super Bowl 19. Sorry. I, I believe that's the last and only Super Bowl to ever be played at Stanford because the stadium was so dilapidated. Yeah, it was. And they, they, they pulled it off. So I will tell you this much. The other thing to identify is John Elway and the Denver Broncos because they were, they were the victims of losses. Yeah. This was at a time when the AFC were losing every single Super Bowl. Yeah. So he lost against the Giants, right? Went back, lost against the Washington Redskins. I'll say it again. And... A momentous moment in that because Doug Williams was the MVP and the first quarterback of color to win, to start in a Super Bowl. So yeah. that was momentous. Yes. But then, years and years later, finally, John Elway hung around long enough of the class of 83 to win one against the Green Bay Packers. And the Packers won the year before against the New England Patriots. And they won another one the next year, year after against the... Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I guess the Dirty Bird Falcons. The Dirty yeah. Bird Falcons. So that that tells you some things about Super Bowls that are great. You had the Harbaugh. We had John Harbaugh and Jim, and Jim Harbaugh and the light situation. <laughs> that was the a light. blackout. And they, then there should have been a holding penalty at the end of that. Right. There and, should have been a holding well, penalty. And that would have been Colin Kaepernick's, you know, swan song as far as making the playoffs and being a starting quarterback in the league. Yeah. Later on, we know what happened there. So we talk about these things. And we also get to nitty-gritty, right? So let's talk about the history of the Chiefs. Because the Chiefs were part of the allure of the AFL. Because remember, the Super Bowl was always based on the AFL before the merger between the AFL and the NFL. And we have the Kansas City Chiefs, who were one of the 
starting organizations. They came from Dallas. They were known as the Dallas Texans and became the Kansas City Chiefs and represented in the first Super Bowl. Yeah. Lost to the Green Bay Packers, but the Kansas City Chiefs then won a few years later, beating the Minnesota Vikings, and then things got quiet. Yeah. Decades and decades of... A half century of failure. Nothing. But good teams, though. You can't always knock it because Marty Schottenheimer is linked with that, right? Yeah. And poor Marty could never quite get over the hump. Yeah. And the Chiefs got the, back. The late Marty Schottenheimer. The late, late, great Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah. And the Chiefs finally got their second Super Bowl. Against? Against the 49ers. The 49ers. And In, now we come full circle. Yeah. And then they did, they pulled off those victories. So And obviously the 49ers need no introduction. I mean, they've won multiple Super Bowls. Well, multiple, multiple generational talents at QB between Montana and Young. Let's look at the math. Four Super Bowl championships under Joe Montana. One under Steve Young against the then San Diego Chargers. And you have five Super Bowls, but then they haven't had a Super Bowl appearance since that. Well, that's Super Bowl win. Super Bowl win, a win. since win. that game with Steve Young. That's the last championship win. Yeah. They need this is <laughs> so this has been yeah. a while now. People talk about Dallas. Now it's been that, a while for But right now Denver. the Chiefs are the A side, if you will. They are defending champions. So, we're going to circle on to the game itself. Yes. On Monday, our time. Right. What do you see out of this game in terms of matchups? I think the matchups are going to come down to a couple of things. Obviously, the quarterback, right? We know that Patrick Mahomes has oodles of experience now. This is Kansas City's fourth appearance in five years. Yeah. So, that shows you. And he's been there. He's led the charge, right? Yeah. So that's going to be a sticking point. Him versus Brock Purdy. How the light's going to shine bright on Brock, Brock Purdy, especially yeah. if, if San Francisco gets the ball first. You're going to want to see what they need to do. The other factor here is a few years ago, Christian McCaffrey wasn't playing on the 49ers. Yeah. He's going, to be the ex- he's going to be a big factor here versus Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco's not what I consider to be a, a, a real – Strong back. He's more of a scat back. He's a he's he just runs at you like he's angry. Right, but Christian McCaffrey is a bruiser. Yeah. So that's going to be an interesting interesting situation I, I th- there. I think when it comes to matchups, Christian McCaffrey is probably going to have the toughest time running against this Chiefs defense because honestly, out of all of their Super Bowl appearing teams, this is probably the best Chiefs defense we've seen. I agree. It's the one thing that's brought them to relevance, and I'd say it's the one thing that's carried them through these playoffs because the offense has been inconsistent yeah. at times. Yeah. Um, and really throughout the season, they've been the backbone. You think about Chris Jones. He's going to get a bag this offseason, but he, and he's proven it because he is the anchor on that defensive line. You think about George Karloftis, drafted in the first round. He's a great Great edge rusher. Um, he might get some Pro Bowls in his career, but he's been really, really good for the Chiefs. And then you also think about the Chiefs secondary. They finally have a competent secondary. Legereus Sneed, probably one of the best shutdown corners in football. Trent McDuffie, also a Chiefs first-round draft pick, has been incredible on the other side. And let's put that in perspective. They're a year wiser. This was all rookie. That secondary was all rookies last season. And, and McDuffie in that Super Bowl last season got torched. Right. So they're, they're wiser this time around. And the other thing to look at is the kicking. Sorry. I believe this game's going to be low scoring. And I'd rather have someone like Bucker than someone like a rookie in Jake Moody. 
Because Butker's been there. And don't don't be surprised. It's going to be a low-scoring game, in my opinion. And the kicking is going to be paramount in this game. Well, I think about also... I don't know if it's going to be low-scoring. I don't I nec- think so. I can't necessarily pin down what type of game it's going to be. But I do know that the both offenses can catch fire. I mean, we know about the Chiefs. They've basically solved Fangio's cover two. They've solved it. That was the big wave going across NFL defenses um, on how to stop the Chiefs. And they basically solved it. Flats to the flats to the tight end to Kelsey and obviously Kelsey. He's had a bit of a quote-unquote down year, but he's coming back. Uh, Rasheed Rice has been good. Uh, the rest of the receiving core, Valdez Scantling has been okay, but, but the rest of them have been really right, bad. But that's what's going to have to happen in this game. The Chiefs are going to have to take some chances down the field with MVS. With look, Kadarius Tony, someone better find him because he hasn't been seen since that moment. He's a DMP. So they for need sure. they need to get their wide receiving core, and they need to take chances down the field because the 49ers with Debo and with Brandon Ayuk. Will take chances on the field. They're going to throw the ball on the field they and will, Kittle. Yeah. So I think equally the offensive measures are kind of absolutely even as far as I'm concerned. But I think the biggest piece for the 49ers on offense is Trent Williams. He sets the tone in the offensive line. Without him, that O line is pretty is pretty average. They need that. They need Trent Williams to be on his game and to be ready. And he's probably going to have the toughest time against uh he's had so far in these playoffs against the Chiefs defensive line what? he might get put in um a situation where he has to go to Karloftis first then shift over to Jones yeah I think that this is the interesting point is going to be the defensive chess you got Steve Pespagnola who's been around yeah and he's he's got just as much experience if not more than the next next defensive coordinator out there he's been there he was defensive coordinator with the Giants when they won their first Super Bowl. He's been on the Chiefs staff for years. He knows what it takes. He does schemes. He does all sorts of things up against your friend on the 49ers side who's probably just looking to keep Shanahan, his job. Yeah, Shanahan. Not Shanahan. Oh. The defensive coordinator is Wilkes. Oh, Wilkes. Steve uh, Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. He's going to want us to keep his job. So well, this, is important. It, this is I, important. I reckon Steve, jo- uh, Steve Wilkes. Is, is, not jobs. Not jobs. I reckon Steve Wilkes will get uh, a... It could be looked at as a potential head coaching candidate. Well, the shop's he's, closed now. Maybe next season. Yeah, but he's done. Pre- he's done a really good job with this defense. He oh. honestly has. He's right. a good defensive mind. But um, if you look at the rest of the um, the Forty ers defense, I mean, it starts and ends, in my opinion, with their linebacking core. I mean, you think about Eric Armstead in that in that linebacking core, and then Fred Warner. He's incredible. And then Bosa in the defensive line. And then a little guy, not really known to much people except Chase Young. Mm. Just a former overall, second overall pick. Nothing really to write home about. Yeah. He's been a good depth piece for them. Uh, they've picked him up. Uh, some people have said he hasn't really been like all worth a second round pick. But he's been more than capable on this Chiefs de- uh, on this, um Sorry, on this 49ers defense. All right, so... I, look, I, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. I suppose, for me, it's about who scores first. I think the 49ers cannot afford to fall behind. We've seen it in the we saw it in the divisional round. Yeah, we saw it in the championship. They fell behind and had to crawl back to to win. I do not believe if they fall behind, this Chiefs team has found a way to clamp it down. 
They went to two of the most difficult places in the NFL to play and win. And they did it with defense. They didn't do it offense. They did it with defense. And the defense found ways to stop them. So if the 49ers fall behind in this game, which is possible, which is very possible, I think it would be a lot harder for them to come back in this one, I think. Um, also, what the 49ers need to do is settle the hell down because we know what happened last Super Bowl. They had that 10-point lead, and they blew it. They they blew it in a matter of 15 minutes. Right, but that's what – look, I, the, the 49ers can't fall behind. If the Chiefs fall behind – they find ways to get back in the games. Yeah. So they don't. They have patience. So this is where the experience factor comes in, and you know there are a lot of there are a lot of records here because you have on the Forty Nine ers side, the punter Mitch Wisnowski is Australian. So he would he's he's potentially if he if they win could be the first Australian to win a, a championship with an NFL team. That's never happened. Before. And I think he'll- Jordan Jordan Mailata last year. Didn't come up short. Yeah, I think also he'll he'll be pretty. Uh, I think punting might be a big thing in this game as well. Uh, we've seen special it this teams year. We've seen it this year. Punting happened has been, last year. Special teams. Pu- punting has been very very valuable, especially deep punting where you can avoid because punters have a lot more precision now, where they can avoid get big yardage down the field, but also avoid a touchback. Yeah. So th- there's there's other factors. So I suppose I suppose one of the things to consider. Is who you got. So I'll think. About, I'll tell you who I got. I don't know if you're going to stay on my page, but I'm absolutely not going against the Chiefs this time. I went against the Chiefs at Buffalo, but then I changed my tune and said I think the Chiefs have a chance in, in Baltimore. I am not going against them in this game. I don't care how many shots they have of, of the Swifties and Patrick Mahomes' brother hanging out with Swifties. I don't care. I believe that the Chiefs could. I, I don't want to stop. History. This is history. I mean, a win for the Chiefs puts Andy Reid in an immortal status. He is right up there with Belichick as far as a coach coaching goes. The great offensive mind that he is. And Patrick Mahomes is only his seventh year. To have three Super Bowls under his under his belt, potentially. Wow. And is still playing. I really truly believe that the Chiefs are gonna win this. It's gonna be close. It's not gonna be a blowout. The Super Bowls, mm-hmm. I've been blowout lately. I think the Chiefs win this one. This is gonna be this is kind of a tough one for me to predict because a lot of the the a lot of it comes down to matchups whether each side can cancel each other out because they're both very I just think that the Chiefs absolutely need to convert first downs consistently in this game. They have to. Because yeah. Um, because they they've been prone to shutting down on offense, especially when presented with uh, uh, defenses that can uh, stop the run and can also double uh, Kelsey downfield, which he he has been known to break. But they can also put a nickel corner on Rasheed Rice. Okay, so but who you got? You I'm have gonna to go, you have to go with me. You can go against me if you want. And I am going to. Okay. I believe Good. this is going to be San Francisco's time. Yeah. I think they've come through a lot of adversity these playoffs. And I think I, Brock Purdy doesn't need to have an amazing game. But all he needs to do is be safe with the football. Mm-hmm. Because they need to possess the ball for long periods of time and get some scores down the field. And I think 
Brock Purdy, uh, for as much hate as he gets, needless hate, if I might add, he is a really adequate quarterback, a great game manager, and I think he's very cautious, holds the ball well, and puts the ball in good places. And I think that's going to be key in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to take the 49ers. Okay. I'm sticking with the Chiefs. As I said before, if the 49ers fall behind quickly, I don't think this is going to work a third time. They're not going to get not going to be able to come back if they fall behind. Who's your Super Bowl MVP? My Super Bowl MVP, I think it's going to be a defender. I'm going to say I'm going to say Chris Jones. Oh wow. I'm going to say it's not going to be the offense because I think it's going to be that kind of game where it's going to take a while. The teams are going to be playing positioning, they're going to be doing it's going to be a lot of bodies flying everywhere. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think Either quarterback's going to have struggles in the beginning. I think it's going to be a defensive player. I don't think it's going to be offense. I'm going to say uh, I would go Christian McCaffrey, but uh, I don't think a, uh, I, I don't think a lineman's ever going to win one. But never so know. I'm hey, go- uh, years I'm- ago, who won for the for the Broncos? Who now plays for the Bills? Who? What do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot the linebacker's name. His name oh, is- Von Miller. Von Miller won. Um, it's not impossible. No, I, it doesn't I mean, happen I very mean often. offensive lineman. I was thinking Trent Williams. Okay, okay. But I think that, and I agree with you, I think defense is going to be really important. So in that case, I'm going to take Fred Warner. Okay, Fred Warner. All right. That is our Super Bowl special. little taste of what's to come. It's a with kiss. the stream. Yes. If you're coming from any other platform. Welcome. We do this every week. Now, Super Bowl is upon us. Almost. In- in about two and a half days' time, yes. for us anyway, well, three and a half for we, them. We will be streaming this thing live. We'll be on YouTube. The link will be in the description of this podcast. Come in, hang out, talk in the chat, and it's going to be a great time. We're going to be we're going to be at home this time. Ah, yeah, yeah. We will not be at the region. No, too busy. So you won't have to hear us plug in anything. But we will be here. We won't have to take significant breaks. No. But that's our show. And follow along with the stream. It's right in the description. Ciao.